Hello everyone and today we are here for another episode of Simply Studies and we are continuing our segment about social media and how it affects children of this generation. Today I'm here with a special guest, The Wall. Hello Wall! Hello! <laughs> so this is Madam Priyanka as promised from the last episode. Uh, she is a general perspective teacher in um, uh, school obviously. She's not gonna, yeah, she ain't teaching no colleges, people. So, yes, and um, she used to be a librarian, and she has some really good ideas and concepts about social media as a whole. So, uh, Madam Priyanka, if you would have looked at my last video, uh, sorry, my last podcast episode, I was basically focusing on each of the social media apps and how uh, productive it is while children use it for non-studies and studies purposes, right? So I was dissecting each app, for example, Snapchat or Slack or Google Hangouts. So uh, firstly, I have a few questions to ask you. The first question that I really want to ask you is, do you think that students during their study time are really affected by social media as a whole? I just want you to give me a general perspective, see what I did there. Yeah, hi Arjun and hi everybody. Um, I think uh, though internet has been playing a very vital role when it comes to you know students being able to use it when it comes to general perspective per se and other subjects, I am sure that the education uh, is not limited to textbooks and I am sure all of you agree with that. Um, any question or any project that comes your way you would like to look up on internet, you would like to read up several things which is easily, uh, readily available in, in the net. Uh, but when it comes to distraction, like you say, I think that, I mean, you know, there was a book I uh, recently read and I, uh, the book said that when you have so many things around you, which um, you get so tempted, for example, if you start uh, reading a couple of things for your exams or for your studies, and then you have this iPad and then you have the phone near you, and it's so much tempting, you know, to look it up because you think that it might just take me five minutes and I would like to refresh my mind and I use it. And then you know that how these apps work, they know what you want. So based on your past history and past searches, they try to, they keep showing you the same things that you like to see and then it tempts you further and you wouldn't realize how much time have you uh, spent on the media. Uh, this is these are the couple of disadvantages I feel. Okay, uh, thank you, Madam Patinka. But uh, personally, I have to agree with you. But on the other hand, I really feel like sometimes people do use uh, social media as an advantage, right? As you said at the start, um, I, for example, in my class, we use Slack as a very useful productivity tool. We post multiple explanations of the same homework material that we get from teachers, right? And not only that, the internet is full of information and different perspectives, right? Agreed? Yeah. So now I really want to get deep, okay? So I was, this is the question that many people have uh, discussed together. And the real question is, uh, why don't multiple parents believe us when we're actually studying through the internet compared to a textbook? Because clearly, internets are uh, internet studies is way more compatible and easier to understand than the textbook. So, would we say the internet is better, or would you say the textbook is better? I totally get where you are coming from, um, I, and I totally agree uh, that you know, like I already said, that now education is not limited to a couple of pages in the textbook when it comes to a particular topic, uh, but. 
at the same hand uh, you know we parents uh, you know or the general parents they come up from a time where uh, internet wasn't used for educational purposes i am sure you agree with that yes so for uh, at that time edu- uh, internet was seen as something which you know distract distracts people it was uh, basically for social media interaction or uh, more for films and about you know um, searching something for fun so where where we are coming from or where general parents are coming from uh, from the time where they have seen internet at you know at that angle and they still seem to um other things are you know um as a parent you always want to be cautious and um, y- you know that there are people or there are students who you know who get into these scams that internet has and i am sure not every child uh, knows how to protect him uh, himself or herself it's very tempting the world is too big out there there are so many people there are so many choices there are so much possibility of uh, uh getting into some danger that we do not know of as an adult also there are many times that you get tempted to sign up for something or to send your picture for something else and uh, you do not understand the consequences of it but uh if you know if it is protected in a way your internet uh is if your parental uh, 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 at least uh, if parents are around and uh, they have at least a uh, couple of assurance that what you are doing is right uh, then i think they'll trust you but if it is always uh, something is happening behind the doors where parents do not have the access that that's the time they become little uh, you know they, they suspect they they are scared that's all i think okay i have to agree with you internet is a necessary evil wouldn't you say totally agree yes yeah. so uh, the next thing i really want to talk about is phones children nowadays have a lot of children i'm not even talking about teenagers 10 year old 8 year old even 9 years old 7 uh, year old 6 year old everybody literally everybody has phones and phones is a major factor people bring it to school uh, without teachers knowing and people take it everywhere with them firstly uh, a lot of people talk about radiation even though it isn't that big of a problem i think the serious problem would be distractive everywhere no phone is literally like portable distraction do you have any views or thoughts about that uh well i would like to answer this in a typical old school way um see um uh, the time uh, from you know when i come uh, uh, there were so many rules in the school all right so uh, teachers were looked at with a lot of respect and there was kind of a fear i'm not saying that fear is the right thing but i i still believe that when you talk about marketing or you talk about uh, people getting uh, ahead in life uh, this concept of fear you know it really challenges you and it some way it lets you come up see when we was kids we had this fear of uh, how much could we talk and how much uh, was okay what are the limits uh, of course we have surpassed all those things now and i don't say that uh, fear is the right uh, way to bring up kids but you know the phone the power it gives you uh it it it's so easy to you know abuse that power because uh in in a school when a child brings the phone you cannot i mean it it's very difficult to let the child concentrate on something that the teacher is bringing to the class uh there are times when students are having a phone they would they they will refuse to listen to you and i i am i can pretty uh, much assure you that uh, a classroom teaching will never be taken over by digital media 
and when you give that power in a student in a student's hand in the class uh, it's very very um, the power the teacher can exercise there it becomes very limited uh, with power what i mean is uh, you know that respect that we all should have is somehow uh, not maintained you know um, so i i think that uh, the phones should be off the limits uh, you know I, I'm, I'm pretty much sure that nowadays students come by themselves and leave uh, to home by themselves they need the phone for booking cabs or calling up their parents and for safety issues and I have seen how uh, how to what extent this helps children because I, I am in a school where students have phone after school and I see that they make the best use of it to call up their parents when they have some extra classes or when they have some sudden classes otherwise it you know it's just up to the parents imagination to imagine anything out there they do not know where, why the child is being late so the phone does help in that case but having it in the class I, I, I don't think so it's a good idea again uh, Madam Priyanka I would have to disagree with you on that point so there are a few things that I really want I'm really concerned about uh, I again have to say that there is an equal balance between pros and cons of having it in class so firstly in my phone I keep my schedule very clear I know what classes I'm going to where I'm going to and where it is right so that is something I can never achieve and if I take a phone to class I can take a photo of the board sometimes the teachers rush up too much and they erase the board way too fast and during that time I can just take I can snap a photo of the board and I get that whole thing in uh, just my fingertips it's easier for me to transfer information right also having phones in hand mean that uh, you can obviously communicate with your parents that's agreed on uh, your part that you have talked about now now my real 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 uh, really very very I've, I've thought about this for a really long time right is it fair that parents can get phones and children can't get phones when like they reach teenage you know because i always find that sometimes parents themselves you would misuse their phone but they wouldn't even have a student with their phone like i have such a bad phone that literally one time i was in barnes and nobles it called 911 and then they were like hello 911 what's your emergency <laughs> and the whole day i was so scared that they would walk up my door and be like oh and yeah but my mom always uses a phone and 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 not like uh, you know for office purposes i'm saying like uh, going through facebook going through instagram or whatever social media website she uses so i think it's like I, this is my thing Ch- uh, children should get a chance to have the freedom uh, of using a phone for a while but parents should be able to monitor would you agree yes uh, of course uh, i understand what you are saying and especially what you are saying is you know when students when parents can use instagram or facebook and twitter and then why not teens and uh, see the basic idea here is like i told you adults when they go off limits and they do something at least they can you know they they, are, they own up to what they have done they they are responsible for what they have done if they get into some danger or they get into some trouble it's them they are responsible for for themselves but when a child gets into trouble or when a child um, you know it's just about the security that the parents are worried and um, and then who's going to own up your problems who who's going to take care of you because you what kind of problems you will land into that clarity also the parent will never have and why i said that the classroom shouldn't be um, like you said that uh, you could you know take up a picture and uh, and then you don't have to write, take notes 
but I f- strongly feel that you know, I mean, this is just in respect to what a teacher when a teacher walks into your class and see, being myself a teacher, I know that how much you uh, prepare and how much you uh, you know you're very hopeful and very positive when you enter the class and you you own up to what you are going to teach you prepare that part you don't as a teacher i don't believe in looking at the test book and writing something there i that 20 30 minutes which i planned for a session i literally prepared myself such that i wouldn't have to see something and when a time i i can't imagine a time when i would write something on the board and a child would just come up and click and just go back and have that kind of attitude it will become uh, I think it will um, somehow I'll become it'll be very demotivating for me as a teacher because I believe when I do something for you I would at least in return I would need little more attention I would I wouldn't uh, agree if there was uh, an attitude uh, such a relaxed attitude where a child wouldn't bother what the teacher was saying they would start depending on the devices where it, it would be as easy as just coming up taking a picture and then sit down and talk of course, there are incidences these days where children have already started saying in the class that, you know, I can just go up and cover it this in my tuition or I can cover this part in my, um, you know, some website that they have registered. So that itself demotivates the teacher to a level where they might think twice to, you know, how to prepare for the next class. So literally, you know, you sometimes you have to sell your subject because you have to become so... Um, you have to come in the forefront and you have to be so entertaining if i'm the, that word if i can use you literally have to entertain the kids in a way that they they have they listen to you uh, they 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 are engaged so it's not easy for a teacher to achieve engage uh, to engage the children to entertain the children to pass the knowledge that is so necessary in that 15 minutes or 20 minutes because even if the class is 40 minutes there are only couple of minutes that a child gives the attention to the teacher and if you provide that digital uh, uh, instrument in the hand where it becomes so easy to ignore the parts that she has been speaking and just come and take a picture in the end and say that I can cover it up trust me it will not be the same as if you would have been attentive and hearing and listening to the class. Okay thank you Madam Priyanka that was a wonderful view. Now I have a very very interesting question and this is a very deep question if you do not feel like answering uh, you are welcome not to. This is a very personal question to so I really feel like some children are moving on to social media and bringing in phones it's because of peer pressure right and uh, peer pressure is something that not every kid faces but multiple kids have some effect that they get because of peer pressure so do you have anything to say to those people or um, anything any comments or suggestions or thoughts that you would like to tell us yeah peer pressure there as I see is in a negative way but I I, I, I know a lot of children, uh, I, actually in this generation I see a lot of children who are very strong with their personalities and very strong with the beliefs they hold. Trust me, in our generation it was very difficult, it was very uh, difficult to be so strong and being so rooted. Uh, in contrast to that, nowadays I see children very strong, very clear with their thoughts, very uh, level-headed and uh, they mostly... Uh, they, they are mostly very clear in what they want, what they want in future, what they are seeking for in their present. And I would uh, request all those students who are so strong in their beliefs. Um, uh, for example, uh, look at a child who might who might believe in attending a class uh, or focusing in a class and that peer pressure of a friend bringing a phone and this child not bringing a phone. 
I think if they hold on to their beliefs and they, if they can pass this positivity around, see there were many things in our lives which, uh, which we never thought would change. We never thought that, you know, there were, um, like for example, I, I would say, we never thought that the plastic would go away from our lives. But it did. People, th there were few people who started and there were other people who were laughing at them. They were mocking at them. That See, if you, two people bring a, uh, you know, uh, cloth bag that doesn't mean you can replace plastic but yes now look at the condition it's it's uh, it's really nice to see women uh, men searching for cloth bags when they go to supermarkets i have seen i have done that myself so um i am sure with if some strong uh, children they come up and they understand what uh, what this is about if they if they can put their foot down and believe in what they are doing it's okay to be on social media. I know you feel that you are when people, couple of friends are discussing about, you know, being on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and they not being there or the pressure from the parents of not using the phone and then they uh, are left out in the school. They feel bad. I'm not saying that Twitter, Facebook or Instagram is, is you know, bad and you cannot use. Of course, you should be there, but you should know your limits. You should know what are the um, dangers that you might encounter and how would you how would you deal with that danger and you should know for example if your mom and dad are working you know that during the work hours they, they do not use phone when they are in a meeting they do not use phone they, there are only these off times and there should be some perks of you know being an adult i mostly see these uh, these days children easily um, uh, compare themselves with uh, adults with teachers and with parents but i think there should be something to look forward to when you are an adult, you know. There were so many things that I as a child or as a teen thought that I cannot do now, but I thought, oh my God, one day I'm going to be an adult and I'm going to do this. So I think that perks of being an adult should be there. Yeah. Thank you, Madam Priyanka. Uh, finally, before we close our segment today, I would like to ask you, do you have any words of motivation for the people who are facing peer pressure and really want to move into social media sites and are really getting affected by the peers? So, uh, are you asking me that, um, I didn't understand the question. Like, just a little uh, motivation for them. Mm -hmm. So, like, just some words of advice. Yeah. So, like I said uh, before, um, there are so many things in the world. Uh, the world is too big. Um, every day in your life, you will encounter something which you do not have, but the other person has. And uh, that will lead you to believe that I should have that. And that's peer pressure for me. And I am sure... You can relate to this uh, as an adult or as a child all of us have this uh, thing of not having you know I do not have it and the other person has it or the other it can be friendship you might want to befriend uh, somebody and then you cannot and somebody else has a better friend or somebody else goes to a bigger party and then you miss out but I think um, we all should understand our individuality we all are we, we all are unique in some way uh, you might be good in writing somebody might be good in reading some might be some person might be good, good with social um, being social so I think we should um, dig that part of within ourselves and see which which is something which other look in us and they appreciate and uh, in life I think in future or in present there wouldn't be a day where you wouldn't have everything to you um, on your plate something might be missing every time so we should learn to deal with it and uh, not having something is also something special because then you try to achieve that and otherwise life would be very boring if you had everything with you. 
so we should learn to ignore something which we cannot do at uh, no at that point of time and we should wait for the time where we can get it or we we should know that is, is it that something uh, somebody has will it really make me happy or is it because that somebody has it i want it so you should know how to strike that balance okay thank you madam priyanka and we end our show right about now in our episode of simply studies we are posting every saturday and hope you guys enjoyed this episode our next episode will be mainly focusing on learning studies <coughs> through technology versus learning study to textbook okay thank you bye 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 No seriously leave